Hi, I'm Shay. And I'm David. And you're listening to Board on the Air on CFCR, where we talk about board games and board game related topics. On tonight's show, it is a very special show. We are going to do our holiday gift guide. Non-denominational holiday gift guide. Yes, but I mean, Hanukkah's already started. Um, yeah. Didn't Lent start too? I, I have no idea. Or Advent? Uh, yeah, Advent was the thing that started, but I don't really know. Anyway, if anybody has <laughs> gift giving coming up in the next little bit, these are some options. There, there's a birthday in just over a month. No, nah, that's fake. Oh. <laughs> or sorry, it's not fake, it's incorrect. It's incorrect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, it is our, our holiday gift guide. We're going to go through some games that we think you should get if you have a specific theme in mind. Yeah, this is our third annual gift third guide. Third annual gift guide. We are coming up on uh, four years of the show. I can't believe they've let us stay this long. This this is going to be the start of our fourth season. It's exciting. And we've somehow come up with topics. I know. Every week. Yeah. Only a couple repeats. We only really plagiarize like maybe 80% of them. Not plagiarize. It's borrow the topic <laughs> and then come up with our own ideas. Yes. Yeah, it's... That's the good thing about board games is there's lots of topics to talk about. There's always new things coming out. And there's always new stuff. Okay, and we are going into our traditional third annual gift guide. Yes. So obviously we are thinking, we, we did do this with Christmas in mind because that's what we celebrate. Yeah. Um, but again, you can use this throughout the year for any gift guide you might need. Birthday gifts, whatever holidays you might celebrate that you're allowed to give a $60 gift for. Um. Yeah. Well, and, you know, with the supply chain issues, uh, I'm trying to pick games that I've seen available, yeah. are available, uh, or coming available. Yeah, I think only maybe two on mine are ones that might be hard to get yeah um but that i know are going to be back in stock at some point yes okay so there are games that we talk about all the time that if you don't have are should be on the top of your list for the right. most part uh and i put these uh i i have some interesting categories <laughs> I saw them, Let's yeah. Let's just say this. So, number one category. Must have under the tree if you don't have it already. Right. I have two games under this category. Okay. Uh, I've probably mentioned them the last two I, years. I can this. take a guess at one for sure. Okay. Uh, first one I have is Wingspan. Oh, okay. Yep. Second one is Quaxaquillingberg. Oh, that I didn't... I, I thought Castles was going to be in there. Uh, not under... Castles is next level. Right? Fair enough. I'm, I'm yeah. not going to tell somebody, go out, get castles, if they've never played a board game before. Fair enough. Right? We'll get to that one eventually. It will probably show up at Absolutely. some point. Absolutely, yeah. uh, But Wingspan, mm -hmm. I know is going to be constrained over Christmas. Uh, if you want this game, go get it now. Yeah. Uh, every retailer, retailer I've talked to, and in the city, that's two, <laughs> could only get seven to ten copies. Those will be gone right away. Uh, so if this is on your list for people, go get it. Quacks, from what I know, has better stock, but also very popular and will sell out for Christmas. Definitely, yeah. Uh, do you have anything under this category? I do, okay. um, but I kind of looked at it a different way. Okay. Uh, I looked at it as a game that would work for everyone. Okay. And I think anyone should have this game as just a fun game to play. What? Mine? Anybody. I know, but mine's more basic than okay. yours. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I actually put Trails of Tucana. 
Nice. So, because like I was thinking is like, what game do I think any player would enjoy, right? And a roll and write is always a good choice. Yes. And Trails was one that we played a lot this year that I really, really enjoyed. Yeah. And so I, I would put it into the new category of those roll and writes that I think everybody should kind of own. Yeah, for sure. Uh, this one might be getting a little bit harder to get because of the buzz it's getting. Okay, yeah. Uh, but I have seen it at different stores in town, and I know it's not out of print yet. Yeah, and it's not expensive. No. 25 bucks. Rolling rights are nice about that. They're not expensive. It's a small game. It's easy to take with you. Yeah. And I'll be getting to the mine in that category, that category later. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, the, these categories are in no specific order. Yep. It's as they came to my mind, yeah, I'm gonna have I to wrote hunt, them down. Hunt through my list to find your orders because like I was just writing them down and you were adding them and I'm like, okay, my, my names are all over the place. Okay. Super dry Euro. That is way better than something with theme. Right. What do you have for that category? So I would like to preface this with I'm not 100% sure on what a true dry Euro is yeah. or able to really give a good game for this because I'm not a fan of any of the ones I would think of like a drab, non-colorful Euro, right? Okay. Um, any Feld game, if you like them. <laughs> uh, but actually, I did end up going, I think, with a Feld game. Um, I think it's Feld at least. Bonfire. Bonfire is Feld. It is Feld, and Feld games, I always think of that Euro style, right? And to be fair, Bonfire is maybe the more thematic of his games. More colorful, for More sure. colorful, but there's not really an overall theme. It's at its heart, it is a Euro game. And it's just one that I've played that I do really like. It's solid game. It's readily available. It, it didn't get the buzz I think it deserves. Yeah. Uh, I've had people tell me that it's broken for whatever reason. I didn't find that in our plays of it. Yeah. Uh, expansion's coming soon. So. Hopefully it, you'll get more buzz. Yeah. Uh, Hopefully it gets more of what it needs, right? Like, I think it's a wonderful game. Uh, yeah. yeah. I would I would also throw um, maybe a more traditional Euro, uh, Brass, yeah. into this category. Um, because it's also a really good game. It's hard and long, but... I played it, and for someone, like, I, I like Euros, but, like, you know, I, I'm always a little bit, like, at a risk of getting bored. Did actually really enjoy that game as well. For sure. All right, uh, what do you got? As, I mean, uh, you're going to be the master of this category. <laughs> How could you pick? There are a lot to pick from. Uh, you know, Bonfire is a great choice. Uh, Good, I'm glad you approve. It's it's Feld. Feld at his heart is a super dry Euro. Yeah. Uh, Castles of Burgundy, for me, is that game. Uh, if you're a fan of the Euro genre, I think Castles of Burgundy is a perfect choice for people that play that game, or that style of game. Uh, Feld has a bunch of Kickstarter stuff coming, but it, it is year, or months to years away. Yeah. Uh, also was crazy expensive. Also was the worst Kickstarter run this year. Yeah. Uh, so we weren't going to talk about that. <laughs> yeah, that'll be in our year in review. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, that's the, the one I pick is Castle of Burgundy. Uh, 10th anniversary edition is out there. Uh, it gives you the complete edition. It's not a deluxe edition, but it's a complete edition. Yeah. Uh, some people don't like the art. I think it's fine. I like the color to it. it it's wonderful. Uh, for that bargain game, uh, Newton. Okay, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Really brown, 
really not exciting to look at <laughs> on a lot of bargain shelves right now and a solid it great is a solid Euro game. game i will say i'm so bad at this this genre because they're all so brown i never remember them i'm like yeah which game has the worst art i think that's a good one but like like what carpe diem i've played before and i yeah. always forget that game like i even think it's a game i kind of enjoy you you play you enjoyed it a lot i like it yeah. i never remember it yeah uh, another one that came out this year that's a good pick is Hansa Teutonica Big Box. Uh, mm-hmm. Once more, a complete edition, so you get all the maps. Uh, a Euro with interaction is sort of breaking the genre a little bit. Wonderful classic game. Okay, next one I have is a thematic game that isn't too painful to get through. Okay, yep, got it. <laughs> you first. Okay, so... Me and theme, <laughs> we, we don't go hand in hand. Uh, what I see as theme or immersion, uh, a lot of people bash saying theme. Uh, immersive game for me, uh, which came out at the end of last year, was a hot seller, was hard to get, but there is good stock this year for Before Christmas. And if you don't already have it, is Lost Ruins of Arnak. Ah, yes, fantastic game. Uh I love the whole Indiana Jones vibe from it. I like the deck building with worker placement uh, mashup that it did. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's that's my go-to right now for that style of game. For if I want something that's a, a little bit thematic. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other one I just played is Kanban uh, for a thematic Euro. Wonderful. Nice. <laughs> okay, for you? Uh, yeah, so I love theme games. This is my yes. thing, right? And it, it was very hard to pick, like, which one I thought was the top of the theme. I went with two. Yeah. Um, one's a more traditional kind of every everyday game. I actually don't know the stock on this one because I believe it was a Kickstarter. But Smartphone Inc. Okay. Don't know if how easy it is to get, but if you are able to play it with people... It is fantastic. Uh, Smartphone Inc. is, there is good stock out there. Hey! Uh, you can get the base game, and I think it's yeah. the Upgrade 1.1, which is yeah. the Kickstarter edition that we have. So yeah. it comes in two boxes. Wonderful game. And I know it sounds weird calling this a thematic game, yeah. but I call it thematic because every aspect that you're you're doing plays into that theme of you are a tech startup. Like, yeah. it all merges together so nicely. Um, and it plays so well. I love it. Um, don't play it enough, but it's absolutely fantastic. Yeah. And I, it has inlaid boards too, which is uh, always great. Great choice. Um, and then I go more to the traditional theme. Okay. Uh, Jaws of the Lion. Gloomhaven, Jaws of the Lion. Uh, game we started playing this year. Yeah. And I think it's fantastic. We've yeah. talked a lot about how it's a great gateway into Gloomhaven. Yes. But by itself. As a theme-specific game, uh, I think it just works so well. Like, I like that kind of D&D style, but not really D&D. It's cooperative. Um, and even though it's thematic, it's still one that you enjoy playing. Right? Yeah, it's... Which is my marker for if it's a good theme game. Well, and price point. It's like 60 bucks. Yeah. You, you get a lot of game for yeah. that $60. And if you really like it and, and it... You can move into the big Gloomhaven yeah. or Frosthaven past and, and that. And because it has such a nice uh, teach 
like those five scenarios to teach yeah. you, it actually isn't too hard for kind of not beginners, yeah. but like mid level to get into. Well, you if you've played some board games, you're ready to get into a campaign game. Jaws the Lion is a great beginner campaign game to get into, which gives you theme, good gameplay, and can lead you to something more. Absolutely. Okay. What's the next theme? My next one is something to play with extended family that won't take forever for them to learn. All right. Is that the beginner one? Yes. Okay, perfect. <laughs> I, I wrote, I wrote <laughs> shorthand in my notes, and I think beginner is what I wrote for that one. Uh, my beginner one is one I got this year. We only played it once, but I think actually would make a great beginner game. And that is Scooby-Doo Betrayal at Mystery Mansion. Ah. Uh, because I love Betrayal at the House on the Hill. Yes. And I think Scooby-Doo, we actually haven't played it again because it was probably too easy. However, for somebody who wants to get like kids into the game or, you know, anybody who just feels nostalgic for Scooby-Doo, fantastic. Really easy to learn. And it sets you up with some like it sets it up easy to have say the one who is most experienced be the the challenging player right yeah it's a nice spin on betrayal in the house on the hill where when the haunt happens or the bad uh -huh. guy is revealed it doesn't have to be that specific person if somebody really wants to be that person they can or if as you said somebody's younger at the tables enjoying the game they're not ready to be that yeah, one exactly. versus many right and you know very economical Decent stock out there. And fun looking. And, and fun looking. And, you know, it's colorful. It's it's Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Doo yeah. is still popular today. Yeah. Uh, for my... I, I went a little heavier than that. Fair enough. Uh, <laughs> but for a beginner game that I can teach a little bit of everybody, I, I had a couple of options to look at. Uh, I have Juicy Fruits, mm -hmm. which is a slide puzzle. Uh, probably a little bit more complicated, but not... Not to the point where it's yeah. too hard to teach. Uh, and the other one that we don't own, but have played fairly a, a, a lot of times, is Cascadia. Uh, this was the second one after uh, Calico, which is... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Calico is more of a, a tighter game. Very uh, confusing More game. brain burner, uh, where Cascadia is very approachable. You just have to understand how it scores, and the cards are right there for you to read as many times as you want. Uh, wonderful game, have a, had a great time, and it's a 10-minute teach at most. Absolutely, yeah. Right? So both of those in that genre, I, I think we're good, the abstract strategy type games. Okay, uh, let's do the big box of plastic and goodness. <laughs> All right, you first. Okay, so the one I would love to put on this list is not going to be back in stores till probably January, and that's Anachrony. <laughs> so let's, I'm just going to stop you right there. That is the one on my list. It's okay. Anachrony. <laughs> so we're just going to round that off here, and we're just going to cut my part out, because that is the one on my list. Yeah. I we, know that was the one of the ones I knew wasn't going to be in stock, but it's so good that I had to put it as my big box game. Yeah, it's it's a wonderful game. I We've only played it once. But we played it and then spent the next two or three days talking about that yep. game. And we're just waiting for Shay to finish painting, painting the, the miniatures so we can play it again with the supposed owner of our copy. Yeah. <laughs> the other big box game that I'm going to pick, which is in stores right now, it's not a huge box, but it's full to the brim, Dinosaur World. Uh, ah, you picked my game. I picked your game. Dinosaur Island I loved. 
Dinosaur World is it looks even better, mm-hmm. and from people that have played both, they like Dinosaur World. Uh, that box is crammed full. So was the Dinosaur Island. Uh, good stock everywhere. Uh, for anybody who likes a colorful, thematic game. Yeah. Great choice. Lots of plastic dinosaurs and bits. Oh, and they're gorgeous. They're yeah. all screen printed. They're beautiful. Yeah. I can't wait to play this game. <laughs> yes. So that's my big box of plastic and goodness. Okay. Tactile goodness. Yeah. Okay. I think it's my turn to go first. It, well, yeah, it is. Yeah. Perfect. Um, <laughs> uh, so by tactile, this was one of my, my options here. I mean the game that you get to play with the pieces. You really get to play and touch them, and that's the whole point. I have two. Okay. Dragon Castle. Okay. Which is, um, oh God, why can't I remember the name of the Solitaire? Mejong. Mejong. Mejong Solitaire, um, which is just, you know, like, we've all played it on the computer, but it's kind of a base off of that, but you're building it on your board too, and you get to pick the tiles up, and they're weighty. It's great. You have to build the thing beforehand. Very fun. My second one is Sonara, because it is so fun to flick something across a board. You just <laughs> Whether gotta, you're trying to or not. You just gotta love it. So yeah, those are my two. Nice. Uh, for me, when I think of tactile and chunky pieces and stuff that I like, I like to play with, or like play, is as the Azuls. Mm-hmm. Fair uh, enough. Any of the three... Uh, my preference is probably Summer Pavilion right now, yeah. but it's by far the the most complicated out of all of them. So the base Azul, even three or four years going, is still a great choice. Uh, and that's where I would head with. Yeah. Okay. Azul. Okay. Let's go with puzzly goodness that may or may not melt your brain. Excellent. Okay. Oh, there. I found it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, there's a couple of games, or a couple of things you can go with this. This could be a Euro that you're just thinking there about. It could be uh, an abstract strategy that, as you're playing stuff, it makes your brain hurt. Uh, for me... My puzzly goodness is Awkward Guess. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. I, I like how you're passing cards. I like how, you know, if I want to, or people can tell you what the card value is and you have to give them that card value back and you're trying to figure out who, what, where, basically. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's Clue. Uh, there's about 300 missions you can play. Uh I think that's great. Uh, another option for this is one of the micro macros. Uh, there's two of them out now. Uh, it's Where's Waldo, the murder edition, I call it. Uh, another fun game of staring at a board, having some fun with a puzzle. Yeah, that's a, an excellent game. I do love micro macro. Um, my puzzle game, I think might be the same one I might have mentioned last year. Can't remember. Hopefully you guys don't remember either. Uh, Cryptid. I, I know I've mentioned this one quite a few times. There's a bunch of puzzle games I enjoy, like Cryptid, Tiny Town, stuff like that. They're all really good. I'm a big fan of those ones that are also deduction games, like, um, what's the one you just mentioned? Awkward Guests. Like Awkward yeah. Guests, but deduction in a different way. It's kind of abstract deduction, in a sense. 
And yeah, I love Cryptid. I love the figuring out based on where it can't be. Yes. To decide where it is. Uh, and the way that the game works out, like, like the, thinking of how they had to come up with these rules so that it could only be in, like, one or two spots, right? Crazy. Love it. So, yeah. Fantastic puzzle game to me. I know uh, me and Jordan are basically the only ones who really enjoy it and are good at it. You don't mind it, but you're bad at it, and uh, one doesn't I, like I it. I like so. it. I'm just terrible at it. I love this game. Uh, okay. Let's go into cards, cards, and more cards. Okay, so... This is, to me, this is my deck building game. Yep. Uh, there was a few really good ones this year, and some that I didn't actually get to play. Yep. Uh, one that I did get to play, Martin Wallace, uh, creator of Brass, does a lot of interesting things with cards, Rocketman. Oh, okay, yeah. You are trying to get to Mars, basically, and you're spending cards to get there. And your cards have missions, and it's just a, a nice, intricate puzzle. Uh, your score goes to 20, mm -hmm. and then the game ends. Yeah. Uh, really solid mechanic. Uh, there is just the game, which is the deck-building game, and then you can buy like add-ons for a bunch of stuff you don't need. <laughs> yeah. Uh, honestly. <laughs> like, you can deluxify it out, but this is a game that plays well with just the base game, and it's about 42 bucks. That's not bad. Yeah. So Martin nothing Wallace... nothing to do with Elton John. Nothing to do with Elton John. Martin Wallace, Rocketman is my deck builder. All right. My deck building game, or my cards game, I should say. Actually, yeah. I, yeah, I play so many deck building games, and yet I could barely remember which ones I thought like should be on this list. I should went with Wingspan here. Because like that is a game that is based around cards. That's yes. the whole point of the game. And as you've mentioned in when you mentioned Wingspan fantastic game right yes. it plays so well it is a little harder to get right now didn't realize it was that hard to get right now but fantastic game just hit 1 million sales total we which talked about that crazy. last week which is yeah. crazy um so yeah i put this one at the top of my cards list yes yeah it's it's a great game two, fantastic two expansions out for it uh, all they add is more goodness. Uh, me and Jordan finally played the new expansion Oceana for it. Oceana or whatever. Oceana and really cool. Makes it a little easier because you, okay. you have a wild resource. So there's yeah. not that tightness around getting the Oh, right that's resource. nice. Yeah. Uh, so to streamline it a little bit, Oceana is a nice addition. Uh, if you like the the base game, yep. then I would probably avoid that. Fair enough. Okay, uh, so abstract, it's obtuse. Yeah, okay, so I had a hard time with this one because like abstract games, it's a very fine line, I think, between something being abstract and something kind of not. Yeah. Uh, I went with Nova Luna. Nice. Now, I don't know if you classify oh, that. Oh, that's totally yeah, okay. an abstract game. Uh, usually when I think abstract, I mean it's colorful and that's the whole theme. That's it. It's that it's colorful. Yeah. Um, and Nova Luna is one of those ones that you are, like you're, you're building these, just these squares next to each other and trying to line up certain colors so that you have that many connected and then you fulfill basically a contract and you get points that way. Um, and I, I would say, like, when you say it's almost obtuse, it's it almost is confusing, right? Yes. And I'd say Nova Luna does kind of almost get to that point, but it's still a pretty simple game to learn. Yes. Uh, and, yeah, a lot of fun. I yeah, really enjoy it. Really solid game. My only issue with Nova Luna is the cost. 
Oh, uh, I didn't. I don't remember how much it was. It it's about fifty five dollars. That's a lot for a bunch of cardboard. For some tiles and some terrible discs that are I replaced. Mm hmm. Uh, for me, my uh, abstract game I went with this year is part of our uh, Tetris. Yep. Tetris games that we really dug into this Standard year. Standard tessellating games. Yeah, New York Zoo. Uh, cute minis. Easy to teach, uh, nothing that's too complicated. Uh, Uwe Rosenberg, really, really solid game. Uh, recommend it for a little bit of everybody, but there's enough strategy in there, so you know the harder core of gamers yeah. will still get something out of it and still enjoy it. Absolutely. Okay, uh, let's go to yours. Mine. Your category. Oh, yes. It was... I gave a couple. Was it the campaign one? Games for the D&D Convert. Yeah, the campaign one. The campaign one. Campaign games. <laughs> uh, I'll be honest. I... Oh, this is... Yo, this is this one. Sorry, I had yep, something else. Um, So we played a, quite a few campaign games, actually, over the pandemic because yes. we were at home. Yeah. Uh, so the two that I kind of went with... And I did go kind of campaign slash legacy... But I think for true campaign, Rise of Queensdale was one that I really, really enjoyed. Yes. And I know it's also a legacy, but I think campaign and legacy overlap quite a bit. Yeah. Um, Rise of Queensdale, haven't got back to the table yet because we lost it for a while. But I think just the way you get to remove pieces and put new ones on and you're building that story as you go through, lots of fun. And then Gloomhaven. You gotta put Gloomhaven on a campaign one because yep. it's basically D&D with rules. Oh, like, for sure. Yeah. Um, and as we've said with Jaws of the Lion, Jaws of the Lion's fantastic, and Gloomhaven is the same playing. It's just bigger. Uh, so if you wanted a big, big game and you're comfortable with that, it's going to be great. Yes, definitely. Uh, for my campaign slash legacy game, because to me I put them really in the same pot mm -hmm. because they all go hand in hand. Yeah. Uh, Clank Legacy. You love that one. I know you do. I I've got through six or seven games... And then the pandemic hit. I bought it for us. We just haven't got it to the table yet. Nope. Uh, if you like Clank, uh, if you like Clank in Space, you'll like Clank Legacy. I think it does a wonderful job. There's a solid story. Uh, the way it progresses it is awesome. Uh, I've known multiple people that have played it and bought it again to play it with another group. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, still out there uh, as far as i know and a really good option for you to look at okay now probably one of our most played genres because they're quick they're yeah, simple yeah games for the yahtzee lover yeah <laughs> uh do you think in dice rolling and um and, and flipping right and flipping right rolling yeah. right i have two here okay one that we played quite a bit and one that we've played once and the one that we played quite a bit is Hadrian's Wall. Yes. I was thinking of Rollin' Rights, and I had other ones on my list, and then I looked over and saw it, and I'm like, that was so much fun. I love this game. Hadrian's Wall has to be on that. It's Garfield Games. Um, not Shem Phillips, though. Yep. Just his company. And I think as a Rollin' Right, it's just so fun. Yeah, it's it, it's on my list as well. The it, It's not my only choice, just because Hadrian's Wall is Spreadsheet the Game. Yeah. Uh, there is a lot to it. Yes. Uh, for a simple roll and write, cartographers. 
or it's classic. Cartographer Heroes, which should hit retail soon. Yeah. Uh, both of them are solid. Both of them work well together. Uh, I can't say enough about that game because it's it, it just plays so well. Yeah. Honorable mention, Dinosaur Island, Roar and Write. New one we got, really fun. Yeah. For, you know, I always worry about games that get transitioned into a Roll yeah. and Write. We had Fantastic. A, we had a great time with Roar and Write. Yes. Okay, that is our gift guide for this year. Uh, have a listen. Hopefully there's something there that piques your interest. I'm David. And I'm Shay. And we will talk to you next week. Have a good night.